Hello and welcome to the Church Society podcast. I'm Ros Clark. I'm the Associate Director of Church Society and I'm your host here on these podcasts. And for this Bank Holiday Monday podcast, I'm here as usual with Amanda Robbie for our regular book review slot. Uh, what have we been reading this month, Amanda? We have been reading Invest Your Disappointments by Paul Mallard. Great. And Invest Your Disappointments, it's a practical book a book dealing with aspects of uh, life and wisdom for dealing with those, aimed uh, for any Christian, would you say? Yes, very much a a book for the whole congregation, um, all ages and stages of adult, I would say. Yes, you were mentioning a friend who was saying their church, they were thinking about maybe making this their their book of the year for everyone to read, and I think it would be a great choice. It was the best-selling book at Word Live, I believe. Goodness, well, there's a a recommendation. So it has only come out quite recently. He wrote a previous book called Invest Your Suffering, which neither of us have read, Uh, but uh, I guess if you've read that, you'll maybe have an idea of, of what to expect with this. So Invest Your Disappointments, he begins with the story of when his wife, Uh, fell pregnant when they'd been recently married and a few months into that pregnancy uh, suffered a miscarriage that's a more common disappointment than perhaps people might realize isn't it yes I think I think it is very common and um, it's it's also a very straightforward disappointment Uh, it's not your expectations were not unrealistic yes you 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 fall pregnant you you expect to have a baby and Many pregnancies carry on to full term, but there are a surprising number of pregnancies which which don't, don't for whatever and, reason. Um, and it is very devastating, heartbreaking and disappointing. Yes, and that sort of, I think, starting with that story helps us to establish what he's talking about by disappointment. It's not just, oh, my life seems a bit rubbish. It's those things where we had cause to expect Yes, things might a be a particular expectation yeah, of something that something might happen a particular way and then it doesn't um not every disappointment obviously is as is as clear cut as that or as um yeah um obvious as that i guess as you, as you're going through it and uh, we'll come on to in a minute all the the different areas of life he he talks about where we can be disappointed but he begins by giving us a, a sort of theological um set up for why life just is disappointing yes uh, he, one of the things he says is, is that if god folds disappointment into the texture of our lives then it is for a purpose and that's one of the things he expands in this book and helps us to get our heads around absolutely and so he begins um as you might expect uh looking at genesis and um uh, sin coming into the world mm-hmm. and how therefore that gives us a world which is not the, the sort of beautiful, glorious, uh, fruitful place full of blessing. Um, so gone is the peaceful satisfaction of Eden and in its place is the hostility of a fractured world. Disappointment is the breath we breathe outside the garden. Yes. Um, one of the things we were uh, talking about as we were uh, discussing this podcast was just how nicely he writes Yes. And I thought that, you know, that's a nice example he of has, that. He has a lovely way, uh, specific phrases and then uh, illustrations. One of the th- ways he talks about this sort of, um, this place we're in where there's disappointment is is sort of flying through the air between trapeze. Yes. <laughs> and sort of being, um, being a flyer and waiting to be caught on the other side. So 
uh, he says, you know, we're, we're sort of caught in the air, but it, uh, it, it, does, it doesn't feel as quick. As, yes, uh, as we know started. Jesus is there waiting for us and will catch us. But, but exactly, we're, we're seeing that sort of suspension moment. Yes, and he sums that up, so we fly through the air with the greatest of dis-ease. Yes, yes. Was, <laughs> and again, as a, an example of the way that he illustrates yeah. things well and captures Exactly, well. a really nice image. So we should expect there to be disappointment, but also that sense that disappointment has a purpose mm-hmm. in, in God's plan, uh, that it's not uh, just uh, the way things are. It's not a disappointment to God, um, but actually our disappointments in life are part of what, Jesus, uh, what God uses to uh, mould us and shape us uh, and... Um, bring us to the place where he uh, wants us to be and and that's sort of where the book ends um chapter three is called am i allowed to feel like this and i think that's a really interesting question for christians to to analyze isn't it sometimes perhaps we feel like there's a, a sort of super godliness that you know we ought to be able to just kind of brush past disappointments even when they are very serious and and real yes uh, you know the kind of christian um there was there's one particular who i remember and you always used to, you, you'd look at them and you could see their eyes were bloodshot with tiredness and exhaustion. And uh, you knew that things in their life weren't going on. And you would say, how are you? And they'd be, fine, fine, everything's wonderful. Yeah. And uh, it, 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 it wasn't realistic. It wasn't, um, and you just felt that he was um, someone who felt he wasn't allowed to be yeah. disappointed or sad or tired even. Exactly. And so he uses... Um, the book of Job as a he calls it the antidote to the power of positive thinking which I rather love I think um you know our world is very into the power of positive thinking and and I think a lot of Christians I think have slightly bought into that everything's wonderful yes and and you see sort of devotionals and and um you know I I sort of do bible learning and a lot of that is almost indistinguishable from secular self-help Um, and actually, as if we just keep telling ourselves how blessed we are, then then that will sort ever, sort everything out. And anyway, the book of Job, uh, not so much. And and also Ecclesiastes <laughs> very much weighing up how yeah. life is complicated and things are disappointing. Ecclesiastes very much speaks into that. Yes, uh, in, in a sense, one could almost translate hevel, that sort of meaningless word, as, as disappointment. Yeah. It's, you know, life is just is just disappointing um and it's okay to say so and that doesn't make you faithless it just makes you realistic about life i like the balance he gave in that chapter to say you know it is okay to be disappointed but also it's okay to enjoy things and he said he says enjoy what god has given you while you have it but hold it with an open hand yes that's very wise advice uh to be Yes, uh, not to, not to hold things too tight because that our disappointment comes when we hold our enjoyment too tight. Sometimes. Yes, and we hold on to things that are inevitably are temporary, one way or another, um, and then are disappointed when they prove not to be. I was talking um, at the weekend uh, to a, a women's group about um, the gospel and, and romance and and the sort of hope that we have, and in particular, uh, I talked afterwards to to a lady who was a widow and. She said she said something which I thought was very interesting. She said she, she goes to a group of people who've been recently bereaved. And she said, for some reason, 
all of us were surprised to end up as widows. <laughs> and and there is sort of that, you know, I mean, it's obvious when you get married, one of you is going to die first and the other one is, is going to be left behind yes. almost always. And yet, you know, it's easy to hold on to your marriage and think this is for the rest of my life. I can hold on to this yes, as you... a permanent thing when really it is a temporary thing. Yeah. And, I th- and I th- the longer something goes on, the longer you think it's not going to end and uh, that's and uh, therefore the more disappointing the, it can be if you're not when ready. for some reason it gets taken away yeah. so okay the the bulk of the book he's going through different aspects of life where we might experience disappointment yes. and i was surprised but but i sort of pleased he begins with work yes um he goes on to chapters which are more about relationships and then uh how we can disappoint ourselves how god can disappoint us uh, but he begins with work and again this wonderful example of a chap uh, he was doing a sort of summer holiday job and he met this this guy who was doing this job on a permanent basis who was looking forward to his retirement. Only 17 years to go. Yes. And yes. just, gosh, I mean, you know, when you're sort of 18, that's almost impossible to imagine looking well, forward to something 17 years away. Well, but even, even in your mid-40s and 50s, <laughs> yes, I think that feels... Seems a long time It to really go. does, and, doesn't it? It does pick up that, doesn't it, that work can easily become the most frustrating and disappointing thing in our lives because most of us don't have an option about having some sort of work and we know from eden that the ground is cursed so it is all it will always be frustrating exactly and actually better to have that expectation that work will just be quite hard and frustrating or boring or whatever and i think you know we've been sold this story haven't we that work should be fulfilling and satisfying and using all our gifts in some wonderful kind of creative way so many people in our world have no choice about the kind of work they do and maybe that's you that you have no choice about the work we do and none of us have choice about doing the washing up for instance well very few of us have choice about doing the washing up but those things must be done and they are frustrating Mm. and and actually we can choose uh he gives some very good tips about how to be content in those Yes. Uh, in doing things that are frustrating. I thought that was one of the great things in the book, actually, is in all of these sort of central chapters looking at different areas, he has a list of, I don't know, 10 or 12 different things which are practical ways of helping us cope with disappointment in that area. And and so as you read through them, not all of them will be things you think, yeah, that's what I need to do, but there will be some that you think, oh, actually, I need to change how I think about this or change yeah. what I do. And, uh, actually this section about work has got one of his excellent turns of phrases um, one of his tips is to look forward to the endless joy of perfect labour so in heaven and he says that heaven is not a glorified rest home where we will sit around all day discussing our bunions absolutely it's a place of delight and glorious fulfilment and that was you know it's just lovely to think about that and yeah. actually you know when I'm doing the washing up again it will be if I'm doing that in the new creation it will be delightful and gloriously fulfilling Absolutely right. Um, I often uh, find that when I'm doing housework, which is not all that often, when I am doing it, that is when I am most conscious of the ecclesiastesness of the world. Because it, it is that endless cycle. No matter how many times you do the washing up, you've still got to do it again. And um, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> let's not. this is not a podcast entirely about my domestic incompetence. Um, 
But anyway, so we get that. And also in the end of each chapter, there are uh, questions which are a mix of really practical things and some theological reflections. Sometimes there's a a Bible passage to go and read and reflect on. But to to really help you think about your experience uh, in those different areas. This would be great to read with a small group Mm. Um, again. uh, Yeah, very much so. So he moves on to sort of more uh, relational things, marriage, Mm. parenting, disappointments in those kind of areas when our children break our hearts um, which covers everything from sort of infertility through to uh, children who are not believers um, prodigal children all kinds of things um, is there anything in those chapters that you thought was worth uh, I, I think that it's just here, the style again we have these practical suggestions mm. we have um, uh, excellent illustrations and a sort of quotes sometimes from uh, uh, from Martin, an excellent quote from Martin Luther, um, when it uh, actually that's in a later chapter, slightly later that's chapter. Right. But yeah, uh, lots of biblical um, mm. uh, quotes and pointers to how the Bible really um, tells us to cope with disappointment. Absolutely, and one of the things he mentions in in these chapters is uh, sex, which has become the sort of mm. you know huge idol in our society and obviously can never fulfill that that role of that people give it of of creating ultimate satisfaction um yes never has sex offered so much and delivered so little absolutely Um. absolutely um and i think often even as christians we have absorbed many of those things that the world teaches and and fail to realise that actually the reason we're so disappointed if, for example, we're single uh, or we're in an unfulfilling marriage or, uh, you know, we're divorced or whatever it is, one of the reasons that we feel those disappointments so strongly is because we too have given a wrong priority um, yes. to things like sex and relationships um, and built that out. Yeah, there's a great line. One of the reasons uh, about the children, actually, one of the reasons why God gives us teenagers is to sanctify us. I, I did think this. of you when um, when I read that. I, I have must three admit. teenagers, and it is definitely true. <laughs> there, there are things that you are learning in this phase of your life, <laughs> aren't there? Absolutely, yes. Aren't and there? and and through it, my friends. It's not just. Yeah, that. no, me too. That's true. Um, <laughs> your uh, your children are a great blessing to me in many ways, Amanda. <laughs> they they make me uh, much more content in my singleness sometimes. <laughs> No, they're lovely. Um, the church, I and mean, that was an intriguing really thing, wasn't good. it? When church distresses, I've certainly been through experiences of finding not just church, but but Christians in general, yeah. hugely disappointing. And again, because I've had really high expectations that yes. our, our expectations of church are the high. You know, who do we expect to be loving and godly and understanding? It has to be our church above all, and that's a right expectation we expect. And particularly our church leaders. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, we all know the stories of church leaders who have fallen Mm. in different ways, or maybe they haven't fallen, but they have treated us badly or have misunderstood or made made bad decisions. Yeah. Uh, And it's so, um, it's heartbreaking. Yes. Uh, So, again, he, he gives some great... Um, advice um, yes and uh, about what happens particularly if our leaders disappoint us and I, I like that he's he's very fair in the way that he divides mm. it so there is um 
you know, instruction for those of us who are not leaders. We have a responsibility to respect our leaders, to follow them. If we find ourselves causing grief to those whom God has gifted to lead his church, we need to repent and put things right. But then there's also, if you are the leader, here are some questions for you to ask. And, And I was reading through those thinking... I really want to send that list to a number of people who have, <laughs> I'm not going to. But, um, you know, th- there are some really serious questions there, yeah. um, I think. And if you're a leader reading this and you're not sure what the answers are, you need to find some people in your congregation who you can trust yes. to be honest with you and sit down with them and say... Yeah. he's. I mean, he, is, he says... Uh, I love this title, actually, Back to Church, Love What God's lo- God Loves. Mm. And he does say you, you may need to get out but also examine your heart you know that sort of um you know those of us who are in church leadership there are people who are discontented in the congregation and their discontent may not always be for good reasons but it can be can be for good reasons and exactly um, it's it's that i'd uh yeah we, we we all need to examine our hearts when we're disappointed in church but sometimes we might need to leave yes and i, th- I think that's exactly right and i i like all the way through i feel he He's very good at being balanced and nuanced in yeah. those things. Yeah. Um, most likely, the problem is you and not the church, but occasionally the problem is the church yeah. and not you. Yeah. And um, I think really helpful to to be able to distinguish, as you say, between those. Mm-hmm. When we're disillusioned with ourselves. Oh. Wow. Yes, it's very... Um, um, so he begins again with a story, and the story this time is of someone who was struggling with a particular sin, was free from that sin for a couple of years and then found himself returning to it. And I guess, you know, that's a story, whatever that kind of sin is, probably we can all identify with things we thought we'd got under control and then suddenly we realise we haven't. Yes. I, it's, uh, there's a great line here. One of the most disappointing things that we discover as Christians is that we are still incredibly flawed human beings who mm. must struggle with imperfection, failure and sin. Yeah. And if we, as we know ourselves better, I think when we're young, we think we can shed off all the sin and then, and especially when we're new Christians, yeah. and we are often freed from some of those things. But as the Lord works in us, we see more and more yeah. that we are still sinners. And it's not just as I, I think I used to think that I discover sins that I hadn't previously realised were sins. Mm. It's also that, you know, like the dog returning to the its own vomit. Sins, yes. I go back to those sins. Yeah. I think one of the things for me that was most encouraging reading this chapter and, and why I would commend it to other people is just that realisation this is not just me. Yes, I am yes. not the only Christian yeah. like this. Yes. Um, and, you know, he, he gives these sort of um, sample quotes um you know, I was so young when I had the abortion, I didn't really know that what I was doing. Now I cannot get it out of my head and I know that God can never forgive me. Maybe that's something you've found yourself saying. I don't mean to lose my temper, but when I do, I always hurt the people I love most. You know, lots of different kinds of examples. Yes. And he is also, I thought he was really good about um, false guilt. Yes. So, um, yes, that we... That we you know, people with an, maybe an oversensitive conscience or the the work of the devil, to actually then uh, that also I've come across people who are feel guilty all the time. Yeah. Actually, when they're free in Christ, and again, it, like you're saying, yeah. he's very nuanced and pastoral, and he sees he's obviously seen many people in different situations. And yeah, the devil delights in condemning God's people. Yeah, the, yeah exactly. The guilt you feel, you may not need to feel that, but there may be times where 
you need to recognise your guilt. Yes, yeah. And repent and be forgiven. Yes, and he, he has a, another lovely phrase, mm. the happy life is the holy life. Yes, I, I like that. very good that actually our, our place of greatest contentment, and we all know that, mm. is when we're living, you know, a holy life, and when we have done things right, we are contented, we know we're pleasing God. Exactly, and, and that chapter ends with that, a, a section on forgiveness, um, using, uh, again, some of the examples of people most egregiously failing in the Bible, David, yes. and then Peter, and the, the clear forgiveness and, and restoration yeah. uh, that they receive. Failure is not final, is what he says, and yeah. that, it's such a good reminder, isn't it, yeah. that our story is not finished, and that person you know who's fallen, their story is not finished yet, Yeah, until they're called. Um, Absolutely right. Um, and then when even God seems to let us down. So here he uses the example of Elijah. Um, you know, Elijah who has that, that great victory on Mount Carmel, proving that God alone is, is the true God. Yes. Um, and then ends up, um, you know, sort of in complete despair um, in the desert, hiding under a bush, just, you know, I've had enough, take yeah. my life. Yeah, so that, that, there's, a, there's a heading there, the resilience of evil. And that was a really good reminder that evil is still out there and coming, you know, that's what Elijah was count, countering or dealing with mm. um, and, and how he became discouraged. Because Absolutely. Evil and I think continued. it's not that, that God is disappointing. It's not that God doesn't keep his promises, but we sometimes have wrong expectations of when and how so with yes. Elijah you know he was expecting God to have punished his enemies mm. there and then and when his enemies still seem to be uh, rampant um, it's easy for Elijah to feel God has let him down um, yes, I have been very zealous for yeah. the Lord God Almighty he says yeah and uh, yeah he, he his complaint doesn't seem unjust no um, no but uh one of his uh, wonderful quotes there is from uh, our great Lord and Bishop J.C. Ryle, uh, who uh, Paul Mallard quotes here. And, and this idea that, um, you know, we know this, don't we? We shouldn't be looking for um, God's blessing to come in those outward things. Actually, the zealous man burns for one thing, and that one thing is to please God and advance his glory. Um, and, yeah, we... we know that it will be disappointing we know that people in you know if we're in ministry yes. people will reject he, he God. Says disappointment is one of the occupational hazards of evangelism. absolutely but all ministry people you know we thought were faithful christians uh will turn away from us and he says we get disappointed because we care mm. and if we yeah. we're not caring we're, we've got problems so yes. actually disappointment in some ways is a pointer that we have the right love the right zeal for the Lord and his people. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, so, you know, there is a, a an encouraging note on that chapter. We can become discouraged in ministry, but in the end it is God's cause. Mm. He will see it through. Yeah. Um, and, and that is the, the where we need to have our focus. It's not on ourselves as ministers, but on God who keeps his promises faithfully, and we can trust that. So, having kind of moved through those areas of disappointment, um, we come to the, the final section of the book, uh, where he tells us how to deal with our disappointments. One of the things I slightly struggled with as I read the book was just having this interesting title, Invest Your Disappointments. He doesn't then really use that language of investment through the book, and I was sort of left at the end saying, 
So I, I think I understand what you're telling me to do in terms of responding to, to disappointment or dealing with disappointment. I wasn't absolutely sure what I should be doing that would invest them. But I guess these last two sections address uh, that. In address somewhere. that. So yeah. um, first of all, by looking uh, to Jesus and then, of course, by looking to heaven. Um, and, and knowing the workings of providence, trusting that yeah. God is good. Yeah, so yeah. wonderful uh, example that he quotes um, from a story uh, that was written in Christianity Today about a, a, pe- a couple whose baby uh, is born and dies after just two minutes. Um, and the father reflects on that two minutes. In those two minutes, it was as if eternity intersected with time. Mm. Toby was created for eternity, and two minutes on earth do not represent the end of the story. Mm. And having that eternal perspective, that perspective of God's providence and sovereignty, enabled those parents to deal with what must have been devastating disappointment. Um, And I think we could probably apply that, that idea to any disappointment, that we feel giving it that different perspective um, will help us um, to understand it and see its value I guess yes and um, he, he, he talks about um, our predestination that God has um, mm. predestined us to be conformed to the image of his son and uh, he says that these words are the softest pillow on which many a disappointed saint has come to rest a weary yeah. head that actually in the, in the truth of providence of God's working all things together for our good um, we can uh, rest our disappointment there mm, mm. Uh, invest our disappointment there in God's goodness yes and so I guess that's the thing he we mentioned earlier he talked about how God always has a a purpose for our disappointments and we're beginning to uh, see in these chapters what what that purpose uh, will be and it is as you say our conforming more and more to the likeness of Christ um, and coming to more and more put our trust uh, in Christ. So, yeah, so if looking towards Jesus um, and then looking uh, towards heaven. Um, and he he um, introduces the, that chapter with a, a hymn that we probably all know, Now Thank We All Our God. Um, but but like you were saying, I didn't know the circumstances uh, in which that, that hymn was written. Um, which quite extraordinary. Yes, a uh, uh, pastor, uh, Martin Rinkert, who uh, was alive during um, plague uh, in Europe, uh, in Saxony, and um, buried over a f- course of a few years, 4,480 funerals, as many as 40 to 50 funerals a day, um, burying two pastor, other pastors in the town of the, the three and his own wife. Yeah. Um, and, but then he wrote a prayer for his children and that became the hymn, yeah. Now Thank We All Our God, in those circumstances. It's quite extraordinary, isn't it? Now Thank We All God with our heart and hands and voices who wondrous things have done in whom his world rejoices, who from our mother's arms have blessed us on our way with countless gifts of love and still is ours today. Mm. That that's a prayer you would teach to your children whose mother has died. Yeah. Beautiful and yes, and I think a, a way of of dealing with disappointment that people well know. I think uh, I often see on the internet people post three things they're grateful for. Yes, uh, because um, yeah, gratitude really helps us to look in the right direction, to look to the Lord and for His to His goodness, and not 
to constantly focus on the things that have disappointed us. Absolutely. Um, and and so we sort of end uh, with, uh, well, there's a, a couple of chapters in this last section, but they, they do end uh, with the book of Revelation, mm-hmm. as you might expect. And that is what we are aiming for. That is where we are going. And I think that ought to help us not to let our disappointments control us yes and he he says rather beautifully the disappointments of this world are designed to make us homesick for heaven yes that actually when we're disappointed it's because we're not in glory yet exactly and if this life were satisfying to us and fulfilling to us and always um lived up to our expectations what would we have to look forward to in Um, heaven our expectations will fall far short of our experience rather than what happens in this life there we go so as we were talking about this amanda i think we we both felt that perhaps we were not the primary target audience for this bit why why is that do you think uh well i think we're both uh quite positive people we we don't uh, by personality and character we we're we're both upbeat and i i don't think i i sort of have huge expectations of much really I, I i am i think i'm by nature a grateful person and perhaps also the both of us have had good bible teaching mm. which helps us to understand this i think certainly since my teenage years mm. i have always seen god's plan and mm. um uh, and heaven as the ultimate yes uh, uh, uh destination and have that perspective but I think also my personality is yes upbeat rather than downbeat yeah so first it's always been particularly striking to me is you know when Paul says if it's only for this life we have hope we have to be pitied more than all men because it seems pretty obvious to me that life is pretty rubbish and and you know if you have high expectations you're going to be disappointed and and so I guess I I haven't felt hugely disappointed even when life has been rubbish there's certainly been times where I've um uh, I resonated quite strongly with that chapter from being disappointed by the church and, and being disappointed by Christian leaders. I think I felt very much and disappointed by myself and and, yeah. and those sorts of things. But, um, yes, yeah, some of what he talks about, I, I think, oh, isn't that obvious uh, to everyone? Yes. But I think there is a particular kind of person who probably does need to read this book who who would we really want to recommend it to I, I guess I mean there are people who um almost see how things can be perfect mm. and and are sad when that's not the yeah. case and um and that's you know that's perfectly reasonable to be sad um and 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 those who've who've been bowled over but particularly those who haven't had this teaching mm. who don't who haven't really thought through what it what yeah. this life is what we're to expect in this life and and, and what god has promised and perhaps us. those who actually who may have been taught falsely mm. to expect that that as christians mm. somehow life will be straightforward that yes. that they will be cushioned uh yeah. from some of these blows and that i don't know if they prayed for a baby mm. that they would have a baby or, or whatever it is um yes. I, I think it's um i think it's <laughs> a great book for <laughs> sorry that's the dog just joining in yes. there Yes, he, he agrees that <clears throat> it's a really worthwhile book to read. Mm. And I think um, maybe people at the beginning of their Christian journey, particularly who, um, ha- what, however life is um, uh, treating them and ha- whatever their mm. expectations of life, to get a good 
<clears throat> grasp on yeah. what we are to expect of the Christian life. Yeah. You know, that as Christians, it doesn't mean that everything is going to be magically yeah. wonderful, but actually that we have the resources yeah. uh, from our Heavenly Father to deal with the disappointments as they come. Yes, and I think perhaps also there might be people you can we can think of who have gone through a particular experience which they've never quite been able to let go of or or get through and this again might be a helpful thing for them to be able to to put that to rest whatever kind of thing that is whether they're continuing uh, to struggle with their own guilt or just their anger at God or or whatever it is that there might be um, value uh, in reading that but I'm not sorry that I read it. I think lots of really, really helpful stuff in that, whatever your situation happens to be. Do you need to go and answer the door, Amanda? No, I, I think I heard Neil answer okay, the door fine. just now. That's fine. Fine. Um, good. Next month, we are going to be reading uh, The Art of Rest. Yes, I'm looking forward to this. I, I, I'm not sure I need to know much about The Art of Rest. I think I'm quite good at it, but maybe I should discuss Well, that. I think not. it's different from laziness and sluggardliness, oh. which may be my strength slightly more than godly rest. So we shall find out. But if you'd like to uh, read along with us, that is what we're going to be reading. It's shortly available from The Good Book Company. I think it's only just come out. Uh, and as, a, as always, if you have any thoughts or, or questions about that that you'd like us to talk about in the podcast, let us know in advance. But also feel free to comment. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Uh, if you've read this book uh, by Paul Mallard, uh, do share your thoughts with us uh, on the Facebook page or tweet us at Church Society. Uh, or you can email me, ros at churchsociety.org. Thanks so much for listening. <laughs>